Hi, and welcome to Broken Wheel, a blog and podcast taking an in-depth look at the Bible. I'm your author and host, Hunter Carl. Today, we're looking at Ecclesiastes 7.13. Consider the work of God. Who can make straight what he has made crooked? Remember, we are supposed to be considering the lessons and benefits of wisdom. What does that have to do with verse 13? You may have heard of this guy called Socrates. He used to ask people a lot of questions. Then, all the rulers of Athens got really mad about all the questions and killed him. Don't believe me? Go read his apology. This raises an important question. Why did this guy think it was his business to go around and ask everybody questions to the point they wanted him dead? Well, his friend went to the oracle and was told who the wisest person in Greece was. It was Socrates. Now, that's convenient if you wanted a feather in your cap. But Socrates wasn't like that. He didn't believe the oracle at all. So what did he do? He started asking people questions, important people at first, to see if they knew the answers to questions he didn't. Their response? Stop asking questions. Socrates then learned the secret to why the oracle called him wise. He was wise because he knew he knew nothing. That's an unbelievably useful idea. It's one that excuse pride and hubris, always allowing someone to process information in real time and remove one's biases. What does this have to do with our verse? First, possibly nothing. The phrase at face value makes a lot of sense, though the wording may give us pause. If God decides to turn the sky green every Thursday, who can stop him? Better, who could change it back to blue? Say God bends something. Who in their right mind would attempt to straighten it? To do so may prove both beyond our ability and incredibly dangerous as it may invite the wrath of God upon the sinner. But this isn't the first time we've heard this phrasing. Back in chapter 1 we read, What is crooked cannot be made straight. That language seems to be in line with our earlier translation. The context of this verse shows it to mean something quite different. Solomon is searching for meaning in chapter 1. He is trying to uncover this mystery and find what is worth performing under the sun. God has made the path crooked, the path to meaning. The reason it remains a mystery is because God himself has made it hidden. That seems unfair. Why would God keep us from seeing what can make our lives worth living? Why is he hiding that from us? The prophet Isaiah gives us insight. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. Meaning is transcendent to us. What does that mean? Meaning is beyond us. Jesus says, if I've told you earthly things and you do not understand, how will you hear heavenly things? Here's the real question. Why has this curse Solomon spoke of in the beginning of the book become a lesson of wisdom? Because wisdom accepts that some things are hidden from humanity, both by their ability and because God deems it so. We are finite. Our vision is limited. We ate from the tree. There are consequences for our impatience. We find both men agreed. It is proper and righteous to admit we know that we know nothing. What does this mean? Should we wonder aimlessly? Are we abandoned by our Father to suffer? Pass through the narrow gate and walk the hard path. It is both meaning and our mentor. If you liked what you heard today, visit brokenwheel.substack.com and sign up to get this podcast and blog post sent to your email. The podcast is also available on iTunes and Spotify. Please rate and review us there. If you want more of my writing, visit the About page on my website to read short stories I recently published in journals such as the Blue Mountain Review. Thanks, and have a great rest of your day.